Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quasar Quanology number 13, the podcast that covers all of the chronological or chronological appearances of Wendell Elvis Vaughn, our favorite superhero, Quasar. We are joined again by Bex Luther. What up? <laughs> and, uh, and this week we are reviewing Dazzler number 21 from 1982, November 1982. This yeah, just 10 years before I came into the world. Exactly, and just like the previous time we, we reviewed Dazzler, this is written by Danny Fingeroth, our pal, and drawn by Frank Springer and inked by Vince Coletta. But before we get into the main issue, let's talk about this wacky cover, this photo cover. Uh, what do you think of that, Becca? Oh, I need to cosplay that, that's rad. It is pretty cool. They do that now. They have Marvel cosplay covers now with like professional cosplayers on them. Like Yaya Han was Medusa on really? one. Yeah. I didn't know that. So like I saw this and I was like, whoa, that's retro. Like, and the fact that they do that now also, why well, she's she got bangs, but whatever. And why do you think it's kind of odd that she, it seems like she's just sort of putting her hands in front of like two lights? I mean. But yeah, it was 1982. They're not going to spring for the good CGI. Okay. 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 But anyway, so here we are. So at the bottom it says reveal the shameful secret of Dazzler's past, right? So we're going to find out. Oh, some, I didn't notice it said that. Yeah, we're going to find out some backstory here. So we open up with um, Allison Blair being carried by Angel from the X-Men. Because um, she can't walk because she's a girl. So it is kind of funny that she's the star of the comic, but here she's being carried by someone else. I take it you didn't like that. Uh, you know who sucks? Angel. Angel sucks so much. I love Angel. Look, no, he's a great character, mm -hmm. but I would punch Warren in the face if I ever met him. Why is that? Because he's spoiled and rich? Because he's spoiled and rich, definitely. Eat the rich. Also, he treats her like a an object so the whole time. Everyone... Mm. Mm -hmm. I could literally rant about Dazzler being treated like an object for the rest of my life from reading these three comics. That's okay. You only have to fill up 45 minutes. So, okay, so let's keep going. So then we have a little flashback here. We have an unnecessarily, uh, completely unnecessary Spidey cameo. Best part of the comic is when Spider-Man's, he's insulted that they don't notice him. It's not even a good, I mean, the, the art is no, terrible. No, it's bad. Like, look at his four. legs. Oh, he's got no, no knee on this second leg. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty much a rush job. So um, this story is, I actually thought it was kind of interesting because they tied everything directly into the the sub the, the secret identity subplots, which is that she's estranged from her mother and she has a really bad relationship with her father. But in this story, she kind of is reunited with both of them, right? Yeah, this is the stuff that, like, it's not great, mm -hmm. but it's definitely what I would want more for my superhero by night, pop star during the day comic book. Like, right. It's, it's, she's struggling with her family life and her, her pop stardom and the superhero thing's kind of an afterthought in this one. Like, she doesn't fight crime, she doesn't solve mysteries, she doesn't do anything <laughs> with her powers. Right, it's almost like if they were to do a TV show of a superhero in 1981, this is how they would do it. The superhero stuff would be like five, five or ten minutes and everything else would be the other 40, 50 minutes, right? Yeah, this is the Supergirl in the office at CatCo. Kind of, right. kind of storyline. It's definitely not even close to that quality. But it's like, if I was a teenage girl in the 80s, this is probably what I would have been more drawn to. Not to say I don't like the whole like Avengers fighting and stuff like that. It's just mm -hmm. like the character of Dazzler does really well to this kind of stuff. Not the fighting Galactus in space kind Good of stuff. Good point. Yeah, definitely more suited to this uh, environment. And I feel like the people who would probably be interested in reading as Dazzler as a character and not necessarily Dazzler as, a, as an object 
would be more interested in these kind of stories. Like, mm-hmm. younger girls would be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have a rough relationship with my parents, and I want to be a pop star, too, and my dad's against that, and very relatable stuff for, like, mm-hmm. a teenage girl, right? I totally yeah. agree. And that's the thing is that I love superheroes, too, but I do tend to find that um, the more... It's almost like... I try to relate it to this. I love cop shows. But when you watch a cop show, they don't spend 30 minutes having them arrest people, right? They show them with their wife, with their kids. They show maybe like investigating. They show like the actual fight scenes of a superhero comic should only be 5% of the comic, right? Like that's my least, that's the least interesting thing about the comic, I find. That's interesting because there's a whole subgenre of of mostly women, not exclusively, but mostly women, writing fan fiction online that's exclusively just this kind of stuff. That's exclusively just the Avengers in their tower, hanging out, talking, dealing with inter-team problems, dating, Mm. like the the regular human stuff of being a superhero because people crave that stuff. They they want their regular life, but also they want it to be just a little more interesting. Like, I want to go to college and get a degree and I want to have a boyfriend but I also want to be able to fly like that's that mm-hmm. kind of so you're saying so, I should give fan fiction another shot I say everybody needs to because there is some amazing amazing fan fiction out there of people who genuinely have read so much of these characters and care so much about them and just want to explore a little bit more about them so there's probably somewhere someone read this comic and was like oh Dazzler has a rough relationship with her father I'm going to write 150,000 words about that relationship with her father okay that's fair that's fair and I can also point out that when I have ever thought about writing my own superhero comics which I've written a few but I always think about how much more interesting that stuff is well, like, it's like when you watch the Just League TV shows and stuff like that. When yeah. they're in the tower hanging out, that's like my favorite party episode. That's why kids really like Teen Titans, because it was right. teenagers hanging out, and then they fight crime sometimes. Like, Well, even, like, in the Avengers movie, what was the best scene in Avengers 2? It was when they were telling the story, right? Remember? Uh, when like, they're hanging out after the party, and right. they're passing around drinks and Absolutely. trying to pick up Mjolnir. Absolutely. Acting the, like normal people. Right. That's the best part of the movie. There and, are. So I think everyone should take note. Okay, so um, what did you guys think about the handling of <laughs> it's not great. domestic abuse uh, and drugs? Because I actually thought it was funny that they would even reference this in a in 1981 comic book. Mommy's just got to find her happy powder. This is page 12. I mean, I appreciate that they're uh, dealing with it, but I don't know how well they handled it. What did you guys think? Or what did you think about uh, I would that? say it's a very poor okay. depiction of addiction and domestic abuse and 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 everything that entails with all of that stuff mm-hmm. um because she's always just real hot just smoking hot all the time as she's lying on the ground just gotten beaten from her husband mm-hmm. and then she just is, has a little smudge which is yeah, a bruise on her face a bruise yeah. on her face from being hit by her husband as she looks for her cocaine in front of her child yeah, like it's like right. okay why do we ought to show off her cleavage but mm. i'm literally gonna nitpick about that kind of stuff all day long just because it's so not the point mm-hmm. and men just don't get it um, but I would, they try to vilify this woman so much at so many angles. At like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everyone like talks about how like, oh, you'll never forgive her for leaving a, a loveless marriage with, when her husband didn't approve of her career. Mm-hmm. In fact, told her she could not pursue it. So mm-hmm. she left him, fell in love with another man, got caught up in drugs and he started abusing her and... Where I'm supposed to think she's a monster? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, why do we vilify women so much? It's it's almost like 
yeah, she started doing drugs. Addiction is a complicated issue. And, like, but every man in her in her life, like, her first husband was um, emotionally abusive, and her second uh, boyfriend or husband is physically abusive, and then it's her, that's her fault. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting read into the past at how we depict that kind of thing. And, like, the dad puts himself on this pedestal. I was like, you're an asshole. Yeah, well, I certainly thought he was an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the whole time. And then the mom feels so bad. Like, she can't talk to her daughter because I don't know why. It was just, if that came out today, I would be furious. But just reading it, reading how somebody in 30 years ago would portray this was interesting. Now we're going to get even more interesting. On page 14, we're introduced to this guy. Oh, the worst character ever. Uh, um, I, yeah, this guy, so he's kind of like a, like a promoter or whatever, like a total scumbag who's got this idea for a concert where they're going to have um, all of the Marvel superheroes basically come and it's going to be like a charity event. They're going to make all this money, blah, blah, blah. But then at the end of the scene, they actually depict him pinching her ass and she's like, as the guy walks out, she flips out on the other guy. So at least she complains about it. That's a step in the right direction. But then she forgives him because the guy says, Allison, please, that's just the way he is. He meant no harm, Allison. You're being oversensitive. So then she's like, okay, Harry, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. So all is forgiven. Yeah, she about two panels of being mad about it. Yeah. I mean, that's more than we could, I guess, ask for. <laughs> so then... It's, so like, th- it's not like she's an X-Men. So then we get to the scene of her rehearsing for the concert. Um, I got this theory that comic books and rock and roll don't really mix. I don't know. They just have a hard time depicting people singing. Like, I mean... Jem did it really well. The comic book? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. They make it... They turn the music into art. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Uh, this is bad. Yeah, this is rough. This is really rough. I could barely read the... um, Lyrics? The lyrics. And then I was like, oh, I know this song. I also know this song. How did they... How, how were they allowed to do this? Well, I know the case. So for the first one, well, it's one for the money, two for the show. That's Elvis, right? Yeah. Then the second one, I didn't know because the night belongs to love. Because the night, because the night. What's that? You know? Yeah, uh, we'll to... I know the song. I mean, I don't know it off like, but all okay. right. Okay. But like. Okay, well, we'll have it's to... definitely I definitely recognize all of the lyrics for okay. things except for the one song she says is her own, which is the worst one. Uh, okay, so the one that I didn't know was because the night by the Patti Smith Group. Okay. There you go, which was out at that time. Then there's also the third one is Everybody's Got a Hungry Heart, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, so then she does an original. Where's that one? It's, I think, at the concert. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that one later. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's start in on the, oh, the Dylan medley. So she does like a Rolling Stone. Okay, so that was cool. I actually never knew what the first opening line of that song oh, was, so that, I'm glad I read this comic. That's an outfit and a half, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. It's half an outfit. So more, more, more... Well, I guess you could call this beefcake artwork, right? Like, I mean, it is really well done, but it is a little bit ridiculous. Do you think? Like, okay, then, then, like they, this, then they go shopping. This page of her uh, showing Trying off on bathing suits. Outfits. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Scantily Fun clad. fact, 80s. Um, page. Why Why is the black girl always 19. covered up way more? Is she? Oh, barely. Come on. They don't show her butt. Uh, I think that's just coincidence. There's just not as much variety. Like, look, Dazzler's in six panels. She's only in two. Well, maybe three. So I think that's just coincidence. Also, they got to show off Dazzler's back a lot. She just likes the backless. And, like, I'm not going to lie and say I wouldn't wear all of these outfits. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just it's just a lot of really 
just bad writing and then you almost see her boobs in that one like cool which one this one yeah yeah cool cool got yep that's what teenage girls want to although see, right? i gotta say i still prefer this over the 90s bad girl art where they would have girls bending their backs sticking yeah, at least she looks like she could maybe have all her organs in there right exactly mm, maybe not that bathing suit one okay so but look- also like the size of her boobs there's no way she could wear that swimsuit and not be crunched over okay but that's a personal thing i'll give you that okay so now anyway so she agrees to do the concert ew that guy sorry which guy her boyfriend or whatever like girl yeah. do better mm-hmm. where's quasar exactly <laughs> like, Lincoln, I'm wondering. like she's got angel and quasar to pick from and mm-hmm. she chooses like maybe i you know what maybe he's funny Okay, anyway. But, like, gross mustache, dude. Okay, so... She kisses Angel. Yeah? That's not how you say bye to your friends that have crushes on you. Oh. Girl, what... You're leading him on. she's leading him on? Absolutely. I I mean, he is Warren Worthington III. She also has no character personality, so she just isn't there to kiss him. Well, anyway, we don't want to get too in-depth, but anyway. Okay, so... So, hate that panel. Why does she kiss him? So she agrees to do the concert. So now we get a chance to see. <laughs> Dude, all, almost there. It's funny because almost everyone's here. Look, the Fantastic Four is here. The Avengers are here. Daredevil's there. Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, Spider-Man shows up. Of course. Page 24, Quasar There is my up. man. There yep. he is in his weird outfit. Yep. And then um, Hank McCoy's there. Yep. And uh, is it Wonder Man? Yeah, Wonder Man. I also Man. love how Spider-Man, even though he's Marvel's most popular character, they did Spider-Man right. He's an outsider. He's changing into Spider-Man in like a back, you know, Because he was hallway. taking pictures for the exactly. bugle earlier. It's, that's how you do Spider-Man. Not with that stupid Tony Stark suit that he has in the new movies. But anyway, that's just Ew. me. See, some Ew, things are important to me, some things are important to you. So anyway, so now we're in, in the dressing room here. She gets into an argument. You missed argument. it. They, they, oh. they, 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 they totally wrote out the X-Men. They're like, oh, they're in space. Yeah, no. And I wanted to bring that up. Don't <laughs> you think it's cool that Marvel was so particular about continuity that they could have had the X-Men in, in the story and just said, oh, the X-Men go into space next month so it fits in. But no, they're like, oh, no, no. It is, you know. Right now, the X-Men November are in space. 1981 or whatever. And the X-Men are in space, they cannot be in the story. And they stuck to it. I love that. So, like, Hank wasn't in space with them? What's that? Beast didn't go to space? Well, no, because Beast was not in the X-Men at this point. He was in the mm-hmm. Avengers, right? Yeah, so. I forget that they switched so often. Yeah, and I think he was also in the Champions at one point. He was in the Defenders, but anyway. So, I like how they, they, they keep everything straight. And I, I really liked how they were like, and Power Man and the Iron Fist and their dates, Misty Knight. I was like, uh, she's a superhero too. <laughs> at that point, was she though? I don't know if she was. Maybe she, she was. She still has both arms, so maybe okay. not. But... I was like, oh, their dates are here. Yeah. But nobody else got a date? Guess not, eh? Peter Parker came by himself. Well, that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, that's that's Peter Parker to me right there. Like, oh, just... look, Quasar's in two panels in this one. <laughs> okay, there you go. He comes out of the limo and you just... You can see his crotch. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then we have a scene where she's harassed by another guy that's trying to get into her pants. Yeah, and give her drugs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... You know, that just happens. Guys just, just they, they go, hey, you want some drugs? No? How about some sex? No? At least they depict the sleazy side of the music industry, which is ever-present, Which right? is literally like, every single person she interacts with at all times. Yeah. 
So then she, but she says no to drugs. It's true. See, so this, there is a lesson to be learned here for, for it's young to vilify readers. her mother more and showcase that she's better than her. Well, whatever. Because you have to pit women against each other. Kind of a roundabout way of teaching a good lesson. But anyway, so anyway, her father comes back. She gets reunited with him. So then she decides not to do the concert. Then she gets reunited with her mother. <laughs> she, she decides to do the concert. So it was kind of a weird kind of um, plot. But I did like the way that um, it was so crucial about whether or not she decided to go on stage or not. And then she finally did. So that was kind of cool. Did you yeah. guys like that? She like had that? so much inner turmoil and then nothing did, changed. And also one person told her to not do it. So she's like, okay. And then someone said, no, you should do it. So she said, okay. That's well, what I got out of it. Well, I got another another Allison just doing the, peop- the things that people around so her tell her to do. She's still kind of a pawn. She's just say. there. Yeah. She just is pretty. And, and roller skates. <laughs> At least she still has her roller skates on. So she comes out, she does her show, and apparently she doesn't talk to the audience for two hours straight. And <laughs> Which she finally just Nobody's to... concerned about that. So she finally, this is my favorite part. She does an ori- is this where she does her original? Yeah. Okay, let's read these lyrics. Little girl on sunlit lawn dreams of the day when she will be grown. Yeah, grown doesn't rhyme with lawn, honey. Okay, Danny Fingeroth not known for his song lyrics, but at least the art's good, right? She thinks her daddy and mom will always be there. Long as they are, she hasn't a care. That rhymes. Just. Okay. It does but rhyme. we got to keep going, though. That's all songs need to do, right, is rhyme. But then she grows up all too soon. She grows up and the light of the moon tells her that things aren't going to be the way they're in poetry and all that's left with... It's a good thing she's pretty. What? Yeah, yeah, okay, anyway, let's just stop there. Should we keep reading or should we stop? I would stop because okay. you're going to give yourself an aneurysm. Okay, okay, so we'll stop. So here we see the Avengers. We're on, we're on page uh, 35 here. The Avengers this? and FF are enjoying... Is that's that Sue? Johnny. No, it's, it's next be. to the, the woman. I was like, why is Allison that's in the audience? Yeah, that's Sue. Yeah, they look exactly you can't tell. the same, yeah. Oh, that's a good shot. I like that one, where she's yeah, singing. where her boobs are just like... Whoosh. That's the one, yeah. Um, okay, so then the concert ends and, you know, things are back to normal. That's a good shot. Anyway. Oh, my God. Somebody drew a female character's hair in a ponytail, and I almost died seeing it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Ponytails real, are rad. It's realistic, right? <laughs> she almost looks like Lady Gaga here on the, on the bottom well, of page 36. that's the thing, right? Dazzler yeah. could be so cool if she was just Lady Gaga. Should they get Lady Gaga to play her if they do a movie? Girl, did yeah. you watch a... La- oh, no, no. What's it called? Um... Uh, a Star is Born? Star is Born. Awesome. Great job. You put job Lady in Gaga movie. in roller skates and blue face paint, and I am mm-hmm. front and center there. But also, I'll give it some plot. I wonder if Lady Gaga ever read a Dazzler comic when she was a kid, eh? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Would hope not, because okay. then she wouldn't have <laughs> okay. pursued her career. So anyway, so then at the end, there's a surprise They'll break party into her Dazzler. apartment. Yeah. Um... She's exhausted. She just made up with her mother and her father, and she had a long night with them, and she's like, ha, it's 3 a.m., and I'm tired, and I want ready to go home. And everyone that she knows is in her apartment. Isn't that cool? I wish that I would be livid. Yeah. So anyway, at the end, we get a little next issue, Mystique, Destiny, Rogue, the Sisterhood of Evil Mutants. So are you excited to read the next issue now? Even yeah, because I... Even though Quasar's not in it. Because I care about Destiny and Rogue, and I want to see their pre-not-gay romance. Because it was the 80s, and we can't do that. They kind of hint at it, but they don't really say anything, do they? Well, they they can get away with it, I think, because Mystique is so can be genderless, mm-hmm. right? And I'm pretty sure Destiny is genderless, even though she appears female. But yeah, like like if you go to the next one, you look at the cover for that one. It's cool. Into the next one? Okay, yeah. let's see. So 
Dazzler number, what is this? 22. 22. He just got Rogue punched in the face. punched in the face by Rogue. Oh, an angel's there. I'm tempted to read this too. Jeez. <laughs> an angel gets attacked by birds. So there you go, uh, listener. Um, we just read Dazzler number 21, and Becca is so excited about what's going to happen next that she's going to keep on reading the series. Yeah, because Angel gets attacked by birds. Exactly. You so you punch in the face by Rogue, too. Overall, Dazzler number 21, was it a great story, do you think? or was Good it... Quasar appearance. Okay. You, you get see, to see his crotch. Yeah. Uh, he's, a handsome, he's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. And he gets out of that car real nice. Quasar's not um, in a whole lot of stuff, eh? Well, at this point he wasn't. He was just a B character. But then he eventually did get his own series in 1989, so... Good for him. Good for you, dude. Mm-hmm. Did he get a new haircut? So... Because that's all he needed. Two questions. Does this comic no. make you want to read more Dazzler comics? A, does it? This series? Would you go and would you dig up the other issues and read? Would I pay for it? No. Okay. Would I read it? Maybe. Okay. Does this make you want to read more comics by Danny Fingeroff? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, In fact, now I'm going to like blacklist his name so that okay. I make sure that I don't accidentally pick anything up by this guy. In general, does this affect your opinion of 1980s comics either way? Yes, very negatively. Negatively. Ooh, okay. So there you go. So Marvel had their chance. They had a Marvel, they had a, a female superhero, and they kind of um, screwed it up, didn't they? Well, like, and I, I get that things are a product of their time. That doesn't make them right. And I understand that, but like I read like tons of old Miss Marvel comics growing up, like tons of Chris Claremont Miss Marvel stuff and all that stuff, and I didn't. And she she wasn't she she did things in mm-hmm. the comic. Like yeah, her origin she does get like saved by a dude and like sure whatever, but like she actually does stuff and has agency. Like uh, the Wasp, she does stuff and has agency. It feels like I don't understand why Dazzler has her own solo run. This this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what story is needing to be told? Like, nothing's happening. Well, you know, to be fair, are you aware of how Dazzler was created? No. Here's a little history lesson. Casablanca, I believe it was Casablanca Records, they wanted to do a cross-promotion between their record label and Marvel Comics. They were going to create a superhero. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And they're like, okay, create a superhero. Okay, she has to tie into Disco. So somebody, probably Tom DeFalco, said, okay, we'll call her Disco Queen. And then Roger Stern said, no, how about Dazzler? Okay, fine, Dazzler. So back and forth with, um, you know, all the copyright and the red tape. And at first it was like, we're going to base her on Bridget Nelson or Bridget Nielsen, I think it was. Okay, and then it was like, no, 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 screw that. It's going to be Bo Derek. You know yeah. Bo Derek from 10? And it's like, okay, no, and by the way, the movie, we're going to do a movie, and the movie has to be directed by Bo, De- Bo Derek's husband. No, we, we're not going to let him do it. So Bo Derek pulls out... Red tape, red tape. Two years go by, Disco dies. It's no longer popular. So they go, shit, what are we going to do now? Okay, screw it. We're just going to put her in the X-Men, introduce her, and then get her out there, and we'll, and we'll figure out what to do later. So she bounces around for a couple years. Then finally they give her her own. I think it was basically a matter of they thought, well, we've already invested all this time and effort and money into creating this character, so we got to do something with her. And I think that's what it was. Then they published this series. And that's why they didn't really know what to do with her. This app, that absolutely makes all of this make sense. Yeah. Because it just seems, I was like, what money were they getting to do this? Because there seems like no purpose. Like, yeah. like with the X-Men, there's usually a reason why they're doing the things that they're doing. With the Avengers, with like Luke Cage and stuff like that, his comics had a, like, a point. Mm-hmm. And there's no point to these. They just are. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think that's where Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, they, they have to get the credit for the characters that they created in the 60s have all lasted. 
80, whatever. How long has it been? 50 years? It doesn't matter. Dazzler, they, she was not fought all the way through when they created her. They thought, okay, she's got to like disco and she's got to have roller skates. That's about all they and thought. And hot. And she's got to be hot. And her powers are cool, but we're not really, don't quite understand how They're they work. They're also not that did. cool. Yeah, and they don't really define what she can do with them. And she, not really she much. She uses them for her stage show. Yeah. So it's like they didn't really think her character all the way through before they gave her her own series, did they? I mean, yeah, it just it just makes me want to read Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. <laughs> because all the best parts of Dazzler are way better in Gem that's and way gayer. So, like, that's all I need. But uh, I don't know. I It just... She's enough of a blank slate that if they bring her back and give her her own movie now, it could be awesome. Like, if they Absolutely. put Lady Gaga in it, and like yep. or Kesha, or just, like, let it go balls to the wall, like crazy music drama like it could be awesome because there's not that much there to, and they have a lot to play with like mm-hmm. they're like oh girl singing light got it like yep. that and then you could do whatever you want with that right but reading this solo series it's just like it leaves you so empty it's like i i it make i would rather read something else <laughs> so here's the good news is Chris Claremont did write more uh dazzler stories when cuz after soon after her series was canceled she joined the X-Men so those stories are much better than this. Is that, that's when she gets like the blue outfit, right, right with the headband. That's Absolutely. the Dazzler I know. Right, me too. When, so she, started, like, when she was dating Longshot, dating. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, romantic. On again, off again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the Dazzler I know, and, and she's she's like kind of a badass, mm-hmm. right? And she like doesn't take, she's like no nonsense kind right. of girl, right? And she's like, oh, I'm a famous like whatever, like you can't talk down to me. And this one it was a completely different character. Totally. So there you have it, folks. Um, Quasar Chronology number 13, reviewing Dazzler number 21. He was in it. Quasar was in it, didn't do much. Uh, Dazzler was in it, didn't do much. If you are looking for good Dazzler stories, probably start with Chris Claremont's um, X-Men run where Dazzler, she joined around 210, 215-ish, I believe. She was in the book for a few years before she was, she literally disappeared for like the whole 90s. They didn't do anything with her. So anyway... That's she wouldn't all- have fit in the 90s. Grunge Dazzler? Not. Well, no, Ultimate Dazzler. Read Ultimate Dazzler. Apparently that's good. She's Apparently. she's a punk rocker. Okay. It makes sense. She's like, she's like a 90s feminist riot girl, and it I- makes sense. Despite the fact that apparently that version of Dazzler was written by Brian Michael Bendis, I think I will check it out. I there mean, you- he's not the worst. He made Iceman gay. I like that. Okay. So uh, there you go, folks. Next week, we will be reviewing Marvel Team-Up Annual number 5, um, until then, hopefully we'll have Bex Luther back on the show at some point. Uh, be sure to join us next week and every week after that for more fun. So fun. Bronze Age Comics. Okay, see you soon, folks. Bye.